Welcome to the Free To Be You podcast with Roz Paul. This is a fun-loving, safe space for you to navigate how to be your bold and confident selves while doing life with family, in faith, alongside friendships, and a pinch of business. As an entrepreneur, a woman of faith, a mother of four young adults, and married for over 20 years, I get it. I understand the challenges of not losing yourself while navigating through life and business. Did I mention that I'm a lover of Starbucks chai tea latte? Vanilla flavor, of course. Although being yourself can be uncomfortable and sometimes overwhelming, this is definitely the place that you want to be. I want you to allow me, some awesome friends, and other special guests to have real conversations with uplifting, relational, and practical keys on how to be free to be yourself in the life that you are called to lead. Are you ready to jump in? Let's get started. Hey there, Free to Be You family. In honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, I took a pre-recording of a session that I did with a licensed family and marriage therapist, Cassandra Rattray. This is a two-part series. So listen, in the first part, you will hear us talk about how to have conversations and not confrontations. The other piece that we tend to talk about or had a moment to talk about was how to handle trauma. And then the other part was um, the importance of relationship counseling. Next week, uh, we will, or maybe part two, uh, we'll hone in about anxiety, about self-awareness, and free and inexpensive ways to receive therapy. I know you are definitely going to enjoy these conversations, so let's go ahead and get started. Enjoy. Oh my gosh, welcome everyone. Welcome. I am going to view you guys from here. I got all my stuff all set up. I know others are um, getting in position to join us right now. Guess what? It's Friday. It's Friday. (laughs) It's Friday. It's Friday. I'm so happy. It's Friday. This girl is singing. (laughs) She is singing. Man, oh man. And you know what? I hope that everyone that is logging on right now, you are in your comfy wear. You made it through the week. Praise the Lord. You are hopefully sitting in your home or some parents that have to sit in their car and stay Mm -hmm. away from the kids for a little bit just to (laughs) listen to this um, Freedom Friday, you know, uh, group Facebook Live. And so wherever you are, you made it. You made it to Friday. It's the end of the day. And we are coming together as girlfriends to really connect and really just be better and be authentic in the lives that we live. That is what I am all about. Please have your favorite drinks. I hope you have yours because I have mine. Mine is just water. (laughs) (laughs) Just water. Well, listen, I needed something to pet me up. And just so my kids would leave me alone, I got them also a drink. So I splurged just a little bit at Starbucks. That is my, yeah. one, my one little evil, you know, my weakness, the sugar in Starbucks. Mm. But- <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a little sugar. <laughs> well, look, I want to welcome all the first time um, 
people that have decided to join us today, I am so honored that you are here um, during this period of time, however you made it here, whether you went up a Facebook, a Facebook stream or gone up your, your thing there and you found us or a friend invited you or you heard about the awesome Cassandra Rattray or you're just like, look, I need a therapist to help me out of the situation <laughs> I'm in. Right? However you heard about us, we are thankful. I am grateful. And let me tell you a little bit about myself and where you are. It's good to know what you dropped into, right? Mm -hmm. So of course, this is free to be you with Roz Paul. And I'm Roz Paul. Hey, so in this group, I truly believe that you are built, you are created to be yourself freely and authentically in the life that you live. And I help um, women and not necessarily help, but I walk that journey with the women and I give keys and strategies and concepts in an uplifting, relational and real way for mm -hmm. you to be able to be your authentic self. So that's what this Facebook group is all about. So welcome, welcome here. And today you came to my Freedom Friday huddle. This is like our family huddle. <laughs> That's what it is. Every Friday, just like normal people, maybe not everyone does this, I don't know. But every Friday in this group, we meet up and whether it's myself or whether it's a special guest, we come together as sisters and we talk about different things to just be authentic, maybe some keys, ideas, whatever it takes for you to just be yourself. So welcome, welcome to the family, welcome to the group. And I'm just happy you're, you're here. So let me introduce, so let me introduce our special guests as we get going here. This is Cassandra Rattray. I wanna make sure I don't miss anything with what she has sent to me. Listen, <laughs> She, Cassandra. Cassandra is a pre-licensed marriage and family therapist. She specializes in marriage and family dynamics, multi-generational trauma, and effective parenting. As a mental health professional, she is passionate about helping people navigate through their chaotic relationships. Right here. Um, <laughs> to realign with peace, help us all. Um, and to top it off, she is a woman of faith. So Cassandra, welcome. Welcome to Freedom Friday. I am so happy that you are here. Listen, um, do you remember how we met each other? Do you, I don't know if you remember. You're at Abundant Life or at, at high, in high school? High school. Oh, I don't remember in high school, but I will tell you, I was at my brother's house in Pompano not too long ago, mm -hmm. and I was going through his yearbook, and I saw you in a yearbook, and I was like, Roz, here in this yearbook, we might have been on the same page, because, no, your last name was different, because my last name was OG at the time, OG, but yeah, yeah, OGE, and now it's Rattray, thankfully, but. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome to see you there. But yes, I don't remember exactly how we met, but I know we did go to the same high school, which is amazing. So yes, yes, I shout was out Ely Tigers. You know what? Ely. Orange and green. Orange. And green. I was only there for like a year. Did really? You years? I did. Born and raised in Pompano. What? You are a true Broward girl. All right. All right. I cannot say that. I mean, maybe now. I can. 
uh-huh. but I've been here for, I don't know how long, too long. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I am still in Broward. I only did one year there, but after we left and then, you know, I started going to Abundant Life, I saw you and I stared at you and I literally gawked at you. I'm like, I know her. <laughs> like, I know, I know her. And, uh-huh. and I said like this to my husband, I'm like, babe, I think I know her. And he's like, well, why don't you go talk to her? I'm like, but she may not know me. She may not remember me. Like, what do I do? <laughs> and you know, Rosalind Paul, who's, who's just friendly with everybody, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, and then you, you just said, hey. And I, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what to say after that. So I just kept going like this to do. <laughs> you should have said, girl, we went to the same high school together. You went to Ely, I remember you. And I'd have been like, hey girl. That simple. <laughs> It was not that easy. I was, I was afraid to say, no, I don't know you. I was afraid to hear the words. Mm-hmm. I don't know you. So I was like, I'm going to just say hi. And then if I don't know her, I will try and create a new friend. That but. fear of rejection will get you. <laughs> so listen, I tell you what I, I, I posted on posted. I don't even know if that was said correctly, but I shared on all my <laughs> social media. I was like, listen, Cassandra is about to bust up in here and she can talk about all these things. And it's so funny <laughs> that uh-huh. she, Cassandra, you came and said, Roz, what do you want me to talk about? I was like, you're a therapist. Don't you just talk about anything and everything? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, the idea is that, I mean, we could be here all night talking about everything, but, um, with any family, individual, couple, there's always a topic that, you know, brings them to therapy. And it's always important to kind of start with that topic and kind of branch off from there. I know we only have a certain amount of time here. So I just kind of wanted to keep it specific on um, specific on certain topics. That way we make sure we cover them in detail. So yeah. Uh, I saw some of the questions based on, I did go on your Facebook page um, and I saw some of the things people wanted to answer. I saw some stuff regarding parenting. I also saw some stuff regarding trauma. So I just wanted to make sure, you know, I kind of versed my people or the people in what they want to hear. So. <laughs> in love. Well, well here, here's the deal. I think that... Um, it would be a beautiful thing at the end of our conversation that we share how to get in contact with you because you are just a world of information. And mm-hmm. I know you are just um, so kind, so helpful, always so um, open. You're, you've always been open ever since I knew you before um, until this day, you've always been open. So I do know though that the women that are here um, though they've chosen some of what they've chosen, I've gotten people that really have the conflict of confrontation Mm -hmm. when it deals with their spouse, when it deals Mm -hmm. with a situation, like a lot of people here will, um, you know, they get into an argument or um, get into that place. Let me make sure I get into my notes here. Just when they are trying to handle an argument or a conversation and they don't know how to handle that com- that conversation mm-hmm. in the confrontation. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't sound like a preacher right now. You know, <laughs> in the compilation. No. Um, 
Um, and just how you handle, you know, those conversations and how yeah. to not take everything that people say personal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And also maybe you're the one that's being that, mm-hmm. that person. I know when situations like that come up for me personally, at least in the past, I used to run away. I used yeah. to stay quiet, hold it in and just like, you know, let you do whatever, say whatever you're going to say. And then I don't even say anything. And I just turn around and walk away. And then I never bring it up again because I just want peace. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want peace. So Mm -hmm. can you talk to us a little bit about handling our emotions during confrontational situations? And then maybe if we have time, we could steer into some other things, but I know right now I have a lot of people that, um, you know, has that problem. (laughs) Well, confrontation is something, especially now in this season that we're in. Oh, but let me first start. Thank you, Roz, for having me here. It's, I'm so honored and, um, we'll see, humbled that you would think of me and to have me come sit and share and talk to your women. I love talking to women. I love empowering. I love providing support in every way, shape, or form. Probably why I became a therapist. (laughs) And um, so I'm just so happy to be here and um, just going to confrontation and what that is. We all deal with some form of confrontation. And like I was saying before, especially in the season that we're in, there's a lot of that going on. And sometimes it could become very, very heated, but sticking on the topic of husbands and wives, we are very different. As you know, I mean, as you know, or may not know, <laughs> I've been married 10 years this year. And so I've seen my share of confrontation, you know, with my own husband, especially being 10 years in. And the thing about confrontation is no one teaches you how to deal with confrontation. You learn from your parents and how your parents dealt with confrontation, or if you grew up in a single household, how your mother or father handled confrontation or people handle confrontation around you. And so confrontation, it's, although it sounds like a very bad word, it's more like switching it to conversation. Hmm. So let's have a conversation because conversation already puts you at edge. You're like your fight or flight response is already kicked in. Mm-hmm. You're in defense mode. You're ready to fight. You're ready to flight or you're ready to um, it's fight, flight and something else. It's jogging my mind right now. <laughs> the idea is that how you handle it. And I always say if you're in a position where you feel like the conversation is turning into a confrontation where it's like, resistance and a fight, maybe it's best to take a step back. Because then at that moment, you're not going to present with your best self. You're not going to be led by the spirit, I should say. You know, you're going to start saying some things you probably don't want to say, or you're going to shut down and the person thinks you're being rude. And it's very important to communicate, hey, you know what, I just may need to take a step back from this conversation. Maybe we should revisit it another time. So in saying that, in saying that, Cassandra, didn't mean to cut you off, but no, it's fine. Let me let you finish your thought. Hold on. Let me let you finish your thought because you might answer the question. Go ahead. Um, and just 
letting them know, hey, you know what, the conversation is turning into a confrontation and I'm feeling maybe a little bit anxious or I'm getting upset. Let's take some time or take a break and revisit it. And it's very important to take that break. And I'm just, I'm talking about spouses right now because there's work confrontation or work conflict, friend conflict, family conflict. Right now I'm talking about husband, wife, spouse, because I think that's what you said. And so with that, it's okay to take a break and say, let's revisit that um, maybe later on tonight or tomorrow morning or something of that nature. Mm. So, so I do have a few people in here that are, that are single parents. Mm -hmm. They are um, handling children or multiple children, um, or they are um, having situations with coworkers. Mm -hmm. I've had that brought up to me before where it's like, what do you do when your coworker is like, and mm -hmm. you, you just hold your lip. You just like, mm -hmm. let me not go there. But I have a follow-up question to that. But how do you handle, um, first of all, for a single person, a, a single parent that may have conflicts with other people in general, like mm -hmm. as a general public, as maybe their sister with their sister, maybe with a coworker, like how do you, I guess anyone, how do you handle other public conflicts or um, situations or arguments for that right matter. right well it's it's definitely the what's the end goal of the the, the co communication I should say because confrontation or arguments never start off as confrontation or arguments mm -hmm. they always start as you know a conversation or some form of message that's going to be delivered and if you are a person that you feel certain things cause you or cause you to react a certain way or cause you to say certain things, then maybe it's time you kind of check yourself. Because if it's something that you're going through with everyone around you, maybe it's not necessarily the people around you, maybe it's yourself, maybe it's how you're delivering the message. And that's causing the other person to react a certain way. One of the things that you know we learned in um, my master's program is that communication is like this circle. And so when one person says one thing, the other person responds. And then you respond based on that person's response. And then you respond based on what the person says to respond to that. Now, if the response is something that's negative or aggressive or abrupt, how do you think the other person is going to respond? And then how is that chain of reaction going to continue when you're having that conversation? And so sometimes we have to check ourselves as to how we're delivering a message, whether it's to a coworker, whether it's to a friend, whether it's to a family member, how are we delivering that message? What's our tone? What is our heart saying first before we open our mouth? Because I can say, hey, Roz, your hair looks amazing. And you're like, oh, okay, thank you, girl. And I can like, uh, your hair look okay. You know, and it's, and it's all about delivery. I'm saying the same thing, but you definitely read two different things. Right, right. You know, and so sometimes we definitely have to check ourselves and how we deliver a message and how a person can receive it. And sometimes, you know, it's not anything that we can do to kind of change. We can be as genuine as possible. And maybe sometimes a person reads it wrong, but it's always your responsibility to check how you deliver 
what you're trying to say and how the person is going to receive it. So then Cassandra, what happens Brass. if somebody come at you some kind of way? What, mm-hmm. what happens when they come at you and you're like, <laughs> like what's wrong <laughs> with them? You know what I mean? Like why? <laughs> I was like like are they like okay like do I (laughs) I mean I I handle that very well like I Mm -hmm. I know how to handle those long years training therapy all of that yeah but at the end of the day for those of them that don't know how to handle people that come at them the wrong way Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. what do you do then do you slap them in their face like I think I've taught them to kind of like just slap them one time and then come back, leave, come back and be like, are you good now? But I guess not everyone (laughs) is your child and you can't do that, right? Like get arrested. Yeah, well. Put your hands on people. (laughs) Catch a a case. But But how do you you answer that? Well, in that response, I go back to um, a message that, not a message, but something I heard Um, my wonderful sister-in-law Rochelle say and she heard it in a training it's not hers but she heard it in a training and she says you know you walk into a room and you see a soda bottle and you just see the soda bottle sitting on the table and you don't know what happened to the soda bottle someone probably shook it or it fell on the floor but you don't know that you just walk in and you see a soda bottle sitting on the table and then you open it and it, it explodes but if you knew from the jump that, oh, okay, this soda was shaken, you might have would have sat it there and not opened it or opened it a little bit slower and take your time. But the idea is that with people, it's the same thing. When you walk into a situation with someone, especially like your husband comes home from work, you haven't spoken to him, you don't know what type of day he had, mm-hmm. but yet he explodes. And, you're, and you want to react like, why I didn't do anything? I want to say how do you, blah, blah, blah. But he hasn't even given you a chance to tell you like the horrible day he had. Mm-hmm. So if you take that time and you like, and he lashes out and you say, you know what? It sounds like you had a really rough day. And you take a step back and you move with peace and you communicate that peace. That person can't react and yell at you too. But if you make the choice to respond and react in an aggressive tone, equally to theirs, where do you think the conversation is going to go? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing here is a common, a common denominator in all of this. I'm hearing that you need to be aware of where you stand and where you are as a person, as an individual, mm-hmm. as you're dealing with conflicts, which happens all through life with different people, whether it's your spouse, coworker, et cetera, et cetera, or sister or friend you need to get yourself in check, in other mm-hmm. words. Mm-hmm. Um, and going from that place of, which I preach about a, long, a lot, um, or oftentimes is um, self first is not selfish. No, I always, I always share about that because when you are in a good place, when you are um, caring for yourself, making sure you give yourself that space to let out whatever you personally got going on, then you have the space to handle whatever else is going on and being intentional with that. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing with, with, um, 
with the results that you're giving us as far as how to handle um, conflicts and arguments and things to that nature, just getting yourself in that position of making sure you're in the right place, even if you, because the first example you gave was like stepping away. Make yeah. Sure you get that, yeah. You know, before you give out what you, what you shouldn't really say at first. Right. 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 And then having, having empathy or sympathy, maybe sympathy is, is the bigger term because what would Jesus do? Of like course. Just, just having that place of compassion for the other mm-hmm. person, whether you know them or not. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're, if you're good, then when something or someone comes at you, you should be able to react exactly. um, better. Yeah. Even if you don't have the answer to their issue because you're not no. talking about their issue. Okay. Right. And even as um, believers, I think sometimes we think it's, it's so, I would say it's so simple to deal with strangers, but the hardest to deal with the people you live with or the people oh. that are that's in your home or again, your girl. immediate family. Yes. <laughs> yes, your immediate family. Those are the hardest people to try to get to um, understand or empathize with. It's almost like, no, you should know. Don't try me like that. You should know. But we move the same way. We should move the same way. And going back to the self-care thing, taking care of yourself first, all right, how can you pour out if you're empty? You can't pour out. You can't remain calm. There's no peace in you because you're so empty. So you're so quick to react. You're reactive. You're easily angered because you're empty. You have not poured into yourself. And so that's why it's so important to take that time out, take that time out to do the devos, take that time out to go for a walk or a run and talk to the Lord and find peace within before you can deal with anything else. Because let me tell you, you will be a walking maniac <laughs> if you continue to deal in that manner you know especially as moms um is very important because you carry so many different roles but if you're not taking time to be filled yourself you run being empty yeah yeah or even in that runs well yeah when it's even even in that opposite direction where you're filled with gunk yourself like because I look at it from the place of like you might be filled with stuff that you're holding in as the bottle <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you're not releasing it in a healthy way yeah, yeah you know in different ways and and then if someone come at you you blow at them and at the end of the day you didn't you didn't release it in a proper way or in a no. healthy way right. you know for you to receive or you know just be in that place where where you're helpful to those that are around you exactly exactly yeah so um the other area that I really want to hone into so here's here's the deal (laughs) tell me tell me girl yes therapist (laughs) so I had a therapist tell me that I dealt with some trauma Mm -hmm. in my life Mm -hmm. okay and I was like, look, I'm a child of God. I, I don't know nothing about that trauma. So mm-hmm. I'm not even going there. Yeah. And one day I heard someone say, and I would like you to elaborate on this. I heard someone say, if you go, if you go and let's say you're jogging or whatnot and you trip and you fall and you hurt your knee 
and your knee is hurt, it broken too, like it just, it's broken, whatever, mm-hmm. it's cracked. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the hospital and you, they fix it. They, you know, they mm-hmm. do their thing. They put a cast on it, they fix it, but you have to go to the hospital yeah. to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. How come you don't think that things can happen in your mind as well? Mm. that it can also get hurt or things are just not where it needs to be Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you are afraid to go and handle what's happening in your mind not necessarily your spirit yeah in your mind and go and see someone about that I think I'm ahead of myself a little bit in this in this (laughs) question here Mm -hmm. but I thought of that and that's when I decided to go and see a therapist who yeah. in turn identified some things happening in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from there, because I was not able to identify those things on my own, like the broken knee, right. like I can't fix my broken knee. I need right. a doctor to fix that. But for some reason, we collide what's in our mind, right? Thinking that if I am saved, if I know Christ, I should not have any mental issues, Hmm. not Mm -hmm. mental issues, but just maybe stress or anxiety Mm -hmm. or things Mm -hmm. that you can't identify. Yeah. Because I've gone to a therapist, they were able to identify things. And from there, I was able to take those things that was identified and brought it to the Lord to help me through that. Can you Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about, because that's where I found out I had like childhood trauma that I was carrying on and I could not figure out why I kept doing the things I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and boy, did it help me. And I'm so much closer to Christ because of it Uh, and healed mm -hmm. from that. So can you talk a little bit about that? I know I took a lot of time, but (laughs) that's okay. I mean, um, trauma is something that's very prevalent in a lot of people. And unfortunately, especially in our um, African-American Caribbean culture, um, we're taught to kind of just be super strong and not deal with things. And, you know, but we go through traumas even as simple as getting into a car accident. I remember um, when I was going to college, I was in a car accident on I-95 and um, the car like flipped over on I-95. And so um, long story short, my car was totaled and everything else. But when it came for me to get back on I-95, my thoughts started racing. And I just couldn't do it. My heart would start beating fast. My hands would start to sweat. And there was this fear like, oh my gosh, that can happen to me again. I'm not going to drive on 995. That's trauma. Some fear or an incident or accident that happened and placed this like thought in my brain that connects to my body to pain or some type of reaction, just like with sexual abuse or domestic violence or things of that nature. Those are all traumas that we go through. And sometimes we try to cover them, but they always come out. They always come out. And I'm truly, I truly believe in like the healing power of Jesus Christ to help you through traumas and heal you of traumas. But there's a process that you have to walk through to learn how to live differently, not allowing the trauma to continue to affect your life. And it also it all starts in the brain. Something happens, a traumatic event happens, and it's imprinted in your brain, and it stays there. And you start doing certain things, like, like for example, if you were sexually assaulted as a child, 
you grow up to have children, you become very overprotective. You don't let anyone watch your children. You don't let anyone stay alone with your children. And you don't really understand why, like, oh no, I just have to protect them. I just have to protect them. But then a therapist goes in and he has a conversation with you. So why are you so protective? Where were, where, were you violated as a child? What was that like for you? And you have to open that box of pain, but that's where the healing process starts. And that's where that cleaning up of the gunk you were talking about starts to understand, oh, that's why I do that. Or that's why I respond this way. Even in certain conflicts, going back to conflict, I've had couples who were dealing relationships where um, husbands or wives, they shut down when their spouse starts to yell. And sometimes it's from a trauma of a child being yelled at. And it brings them back to that place to where they're shut down as though a parent is yelling at them or some form of physical abuse and they shut down and can't respond and can't voice their opinion as an adult or to stand up for themselves. That's a result of trauma and being able to deal with that and have confidence to, to understand like you're not a child anymore. You have a voice. You can validate yourself and explain yourself and state how you feel. But that's also a form of trauma. So that's how trauma plays into our regular life if we don't walk the steps to get healed from it. There's a healing process, then you got to walk through the steps. Gotcha. Just like rehab. When you hurt your knee, you yeah, yeah, get yeah. you have surgery. The surgery is done. Jesus comes in and heals it, but you got to go to rehab. Mm. You got to go to rehab. Otherwise it's going to come back. Mm. Sevenfold. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. That and is I always, good. Sorry. And I always recommend the idea of like, if you know that you're dealing in relationships and it's not the healthiest way, go see a therapist first before you decide, you know what, I'm going to get married. Let me be able yeah. Now, can I ask, is it, okay, I might put mm -hmm. you on the spot. So bear with no, me. No, it's okay. Is it the same as you going to see like, uh, marriage counseling before you get married where where is the difference between the two or mm -hmm. um yeah like before you get married but honestly I, I gotta be honest with you most of the people that I have here um mm -hmm. and I have a mixture I have a mm -hmm. mixture of group here so I have people that I have people that are in relationships Mm -hmm. So they have a partner right now. I do have some that are married. And then I do have single parents in my audience. Yeah. So when you're in that place of trauma or mm -hmm. not sure, first, let me focus on one area. If you think mm -hmm. you're going to connect with someone for a long term, should you still do possibly a therapist and or the uh, marriage counseling? Yeah. Well, here's the difference. I mean, I like to say we're all under the therapeutic umbrella, um, but there's individual therapy, couples therapy, marriage therapy, premarital therapy, you know, and I do it all per se. Um, but if you're a single woman and you know you've dealt with trauma, one of the more prominent traumas is of traumatic experiences with a father or a mother or something like that. You know, you can't bring that into no relationship. And so it's very important that you seek individual therapy for yourself first. Mm -hmm. Now you find yourself 
scenario two, you find yourself in a relationship. You guys are pretty serious, been together a couple of years. He's talking about marriage. You're thinking about marriage, but there's still some quirks in the relationship. I think if you guys are talking about marriage, I think it's great to go see a counselor. Me and my husband actually saw a marriage counselor before we got engaged. Nice. Yes. Nice. before we got engaged to kind of just work through some stuff to make sure you know we'd be able to handle these things if they arise and how we handle them you know we're, we're come from two different cultures i'm haitian he's jamaican um his mm, parents what a mix. <laughs> his mm. parents and my parents were very very different um so yeah there was a lot of mixing to make work in that situation so it was very, very good to kind of get that perspective first before we even decide to jump to that next step. And then once we got engaged, we did premarital counseling as well. And um, even the therapist has a therapist, trust and believe, because yes. you know, there's a lot of information or things that's deposited that you need a place to kind of clear the air too. And um, I think having a therapist is more than just going to see someone because something is wrong. Mm. Like, just like every year you have to, the your insurance company pays for you to go get an annual exam. You know, I think they should pay for you to go get a mental health exam or yeah. mental health therapy because you need that space or outlet to kind of talk to someone, yeah. you know? And it's very, very important that you have that, that unbiased, like no one's gonna give you like negative feedback or say your feelings don't matter. You get that validation, that empathy, that someone that's just gonna listen to you. Yeah. And it makes a world of difference. I've seen clients like maybe one or two sessions and they said, man, this is exactly what I needed. Yeah, yeah, so good. So for Cassandra, what do you do for those of us that may not have that insurance, com that insurance coverage, that may not have even maybe the funds Mm -hmm. to um, pay for a therapist, what would your suggestions be? Um, and before you answer that, I want to let the audience know um, if you have questions, mm -hmm. now is the time. Y'all was like, well, I wanna talk about da 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 da. Ask your questions now. This is why I've given this platform for you. So that way, and this is why I worked and prayed really hard to have specific people on this platform is mm -hmm. so that they can be here to support you and answer your questions. Don't, don't be a peekaboo. Don't bust up <laughs> in here and be like, well, I just want to hear what they got to say. Before. <laughs> no, this, this is the real part of Rosalind hitting you right now. Ask your questions. This is a no judgment free zone. Yeah. This is a sisterhood. This is a place where I'm not here to show off my wig or my awesome background. We are here to support you. So if you have a question while a true pre-licensed marriage and family therapist is here, mm -hmm. please ask your questions. <laughs> I'd be happy to answer. <laughs> you know, this is the time, but I don't even, now I forgot my question. Gosh, oh, if you needed therapy and you didn't have the service, believe it or not, um, lots of companies offer therapy services where you get like six sessions um, a year for free. I know the company that I work for offers six sessions a year. So um, every year you get six free sessions of therapy. 
and it renews every year. Um, I know I went to Nova and um, they have a BTI clinic there and I did internship there for two years and they offer therapy services for a low cost. I remember I saw a family there and we would have to go through the whole process from intake to out and they were paying as low as $5 a session. So um, if you can sacrifice the Starbucks a couple weeks or so, you can definitely, you know, find services that will be beneficial. Like your local colleges and universities offer therapeutic services at low cost. We also have places like 211 um, Broward. If you contact 211 Broward, they definitely have services that are offered to you. Children's Service Council, if you're a single mom and you have um, some therapeutic issues that you would like to discuss or parenting issues or behavior issues with your children, they have, Children's Service Council has tons of services that they offer. Um, six months of therapy or three months of therapy and you don't even have to have insurance. So there's resources out there um, if you need it, if you don't have the funds. So there's no excuse. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, I'm typing, this is, hold on, go to Nova and local colleges. Yeah, Broward, 201 Broward, Children's, Children's Service, Service Counseling for free or for a low cost. Cost, yeah. Yeah. um to do or to get or to receive therapy services therapy services yeah therapy services this is so good oh my gosh okay it's on the screen so there are no excuses mm. let me let me see if people are ask, asking any questions y'all this first part was so good i can listen i could talk to Cass who, by the way, is me and my husband's therapist right now. I could talk to her all day. She dropped some dimes. And I don't want you to keep this to yourself. Listen, go ahead and share this with a friend who really needs to hear about just the importance of mental health awareness, how to handle confrontations and relationships with 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 all types of relationships that you're in and and let them hear like what to do when you experience trauma or what that even means if they don't even understand what that means send them this podcast and 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 share with them share with them inexpensive ways that you can get help there's no excuse for you to say oh a therapist costs so much money no Cass was able to share inexpensive, easy, and simple ways for you to get the help that you need, right? Don't don't let the taboo stop you, okay? Do not let the taboo stop you. So listen, I want you to share this with someone, but I also want you to go to my IG page. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your thoughts. What did you think about this episode? What did you take out of it? Um, we're here to connect with one another. Remember, you're my BFF. You're my BFF now. <laughs> You're If you've made it this far, that means we know one another, right? But I really do want to get to know you a little more and hear your thoughts about this episode. Go to my IG page, Roz Paul, Your Freedom Coach, and just share your thoughts about what you heard today. What, did, what was your takeaway? And then I want you to come back. I want you to come back next week so you can hear part two of this because there is more. There is more, y'all. It is so important to get a hold. You know, the Bible says, capture your thoughts. You got to capture, you got to take hold of your feelings and your thoughts and let the spirit really heal that. 
But if you don't know how to identify what's happening in your head, what's broken, what what is is trying to just take over and how to grab it like the Bible says and cast it away, then you're going to keep doing the same thing. And I don't want you to stay stuck. That's why I'm your Freedom Life Coach. You hear me? So listen, come back. Listen to the second part next week. And I just want to say thank you for just being here. So listen, let me go ahead and sign off, y'all, so y'all can go ahead and continue your best life. All right? Listen, my name is Roz Paul. I'm your host.